0: Hi, everybody. My name is Jimmy Carroll. I'm the Vice President of Operations at Tech B2B Marketing. We're here at the A3 Business Forum 2023 in Orlando on the set of the Manufacturing Matters podcast. And I have the privilege of being joined by Marcus Tarrin. Marcus, thanks so much for taking the time today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Sure. Yeah. So, so Marcus, Movitherm is, a, is a, both an integrator and a distributor. Do I have that right? Could you uh, maybe dive into what you do there and, and what your company does?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, MoviTherm stands for Motion Vision Thermography. We specialize in thermal imaging solutions, and as you mentioned, we're we're kind of a, a hybrid company that we're we're a systems integrator, uh, solutions provider, uh, and distributor. And we provide, um, as the name says, thermal imaging solutions.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so that means both. I'm assuming uh, traditional and non-traditional machine vision applications. Is that the case?
1: Yes, I would I would say so. You know. For the listeners that are you know, familiar with the traditional machine vision world, I think uh, we do
0: certainly things that are typically outside
1: of the realm of, of, of traditional machine vision.
0: So let's talk a little bit maybe about some of the fun applications that are beyond the factory floor and then maybe some of the more traditional machine vision applications where you see a lot of installations.
1: Sure, yeah. The, the funnest one that comes to mind is we, we were actually hired by uh, you know, actor and singer Jared Leto to do their... Uh, basically it was originally it started out as a do our music video all in thermal in complete darkness and then we're like that sounds like fun let's do this and in the middle of doing this whole thing um they were like well why don't we do this live at the at video music award show <laughs> and we're like well these cameras are not really intended to be like you know live sort of uh, you know uh, equipment because they have to be tethered to a laptop and you have to do adjustments on a software and all those kind of things they're more like scientific measurement instruments mm-hmm. Uh, but he convinced us uh <laughs> to say it uh, slightly um to to do this anyway to pull this off and, and we did this and we went uh you know it took us about three and a half weeks to get there we we programmed custom software to to make us you know be able to adjust the the camera settings uh, on the fly you know based on a cue from from the director and everything else and and we did this so we actually um broadcasted to like, I think 12 million people live, Wow, <laughs> you know, and, and actually did their, their single walk on water. And you can actually, you can see this on, uh, on YouTube. It's
0: that's, still up there. That's very cool. So that to me is a prime example of, of something when, if you're at a, a holiday or a dinner party or something, and, and somebody asks you what you do, you can share that example because, you know, while, while it's obviously very useful applications involving, let's say, defect inspection are maybe a little less interesting to to the average person. So that is that is very cool. Now on that note, though, uh, you know, things like defect inspection uh, in traditional machine vision, there's a lot of applications for thermal There is that right?
1: Yeah, every time if you think about it, heat is omnipresent, right? It's either something that is desirable. If you're heating something up, for instance, like uh, plastic inspection if you if you want to seal the plastic foil to a plastic container or something like this is typically done with heat could be done with ultrasound but for the most part it's done with heat so the question there then always becomes well did we put enough heat in do we not put enough pressure in how do we know that the seal is really mm. tight right um, so that the, the container doesn't have any leakages that's especially true for like sterile packaging and medical pharmaceutical type of applications but even food nobody wants to have you know, a messy container leaking, you know, on the way home from the from the grocery store or something like mm-hmm. that. So those are kind of applications that we solve with, with thermal imaging in the automation world.
0: Sure. Now, so both both in the industry and beyond, you know, people are familiar with thermal imaging cameras, but I'm not sure if there are as many well-defined applications of thermal imaging as, as there should be. So what's that say about the industry knowledge of thermal imaging and, and where do you see that? Do you do you think that there's a lot more unexplored application for the technology and.
1: Def, definitely, yeah. we kind of, I always pride myself and my team with like, we kind of invented the automated thermal imaging world mm. because back in the days we, we started about 23 years ago and there wasn't really anything there. I mean, they, it was unheard of to even write software for a thermal camera. You know, it came with the prepackaged software from, from the manufacturer. Um, so we kind of, uh, we were actually approached by FLIR. One of the largest uh, thermal camera manufacturers and they, hey can you automate this process for us our mm-hmm. customer wants to take automated measurements right so that's how we kind of got started in the
0: industry sure so you know one i guess well-defined application is non-destructive testing and that must be a really common one for you what are what are some of the things that people are using that uh using thermal cameras for in non-destructive testing that you see a lot of lately
1: yeah, so we're primarily operating there in the, in the aerospace defense, sort of, and, and also commercial aerospace world um, with the onset of, of new materials, such as uh, carbon composites and those kind of things. The the question there is, um, are there any defects? Are there any delaminations for an object or something inside the material? And that's actually what's really special about thermal imaging. We have the ability to, quote unquote, see into the material below the surface. Mm. No other machine vision application can typically claim being able to see inside something maybe with the exception of x-rays or something. Sure. But that's why we call call it often also thermal x-ray because we can actually see, uh, by calculation, we can see what's happening inside the material. Mm. So if there's a delamination, a heat wave propagates into the material, comes back to the surface, and by the disturbance on the surface of that heat signature, we can back calculate what happened inside the material. You know, in a very brief nutshell, I know it's... (laughs) <laughs> Fairly complex, but it's... Sure. No, you know. no
0: worries. Uh, what, are, what are some other ways that, that thermal imaging cameras can augment existing, you know, traditional visible light machine vision systems?
1: So, yeah, I mean, the obvious candidates are any time you need to see heat, right? That's, that's one of those things. But there's also wavelength specific situations where if you needed to see through a container, for instance, mm-hmm. right? So there are certain plastics that have transparency in certain wavelengths of, of thermal or shortwave, midwave, wave infrared. We can see things like this. We can also do um, optical gas imaging. We can make gases visible, which is phenomenal, right? So if you wanted to look for like a gas leak or something like this, we actually did a documentary with a company uh, making CO2 gas Hmm. um, visible in uh, in terms of greenhouse gases to actually show people, everybody talks about it, but if you can actually see an exhausting CO2, you can actually visualize and much better understand what that means, right? So
0: it's very interesting and also probably very horrifying. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, among the different, let's say, hot topics over the, over the last few years, um, IoT is one of those that, that I think that ranks up there for a lot of people. And I believe that you recently introduced an IoT platform. Right. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that and, and how that works within the, within the landscape of thermal imaging?
1: Yeah. So this really came out of an evolutionary sort of a need. We, we used to do the traditional approach of, of you know, programming the software putting it up on, on a PC, deploying the PC and all those kind of things. And there was this, the same development cycle always repeating itself and it, it added a lot of cost to it. And it wasn't very scalable because one customer needed two cameras, the other one needed 15. So it's very difficult to, to structure that that way. So we, we decided to uh, invest into a cloud platform, an IoT platform, and put all the software functionality for thermal imaging up there. And now we have developed a, an intelligent gateway that basically talks to all the cameras locally on the, on the factory floor and provides real-time monitoring capability um, on the factory floor, um, while um, the cloud provides uh, notification capabilities and, and situational awareness. Hmm. And it lets us uh, basically scale um, any sort of application rapidly and deploy. I mean, within days we can deploy multi-camera applications uh, you know, around the world and give people the, the
0: visibility. Marcus, uh, I, I meant to ask it a few minutes ago, but um, what are some of the bands that you operate in typically?
1: Yeah, so wave bands, I'm assuming, yes yeah. is what you're talking about. So we, we cover the, the short wave infrared, mid wave, and long wave. Uh, short wave is um, kind of from 0.9 microns to like um, 1.7. Um, and then we go into the mid wave is typically three to five microns. And then we have the long wave, like seven to 14 microns.
0: Marcus, in terms of advancements in thermal imaging over the past couple of years, um, both in systems, whether application specific or otherwise, or, or in products, what are you most excited about?
1: Yeah, so I, as I mentioned before, the, the IoT really has been a game changer for us because we can now deploy so quickly and scale without passing on any sort of engineering cost or, or hardware cost to the customer. Um, they basically are just on the hook for, for paying for the sensors, aka the cameras in, in that sense, and, and that provides um, a lot of value to them. Um, and there's no uh, lifecycle management of, of the solution and, and, and those kind of things on it. And then we are in, in certain um, vertical market solutions that we have identified and, and produced uh, solutions for, such as um, um, package inspection and, and, and bottle cap inspection. Mm. And, and on the bottle cap inspection you know, that little silver foil that you have to peel off on, on the bottle. Um, and the way that's being put together is uh, the silver foil is inside the cap. The cap is being capped on. And then it runs, the bottle runs underneath um, an inductive sealer. And then it heats up the aluminum foil and the pressure of the cap seals it against the mouth of the bottle. And then the question is, okay, has it sealed or not? So people have to typically, you know, unscrew it again and look at it. And is it, is it sealed? Mm. Because you can't see through the cap. Well, the thermal imaging camera allows us to do that. We can see the heat signature of that seal. And now we can determine in real time, mm. in full production, whether that seal was put on properly. So it's a huge value add. Um, you know at, for, for quality inspection
0: sure yeah well you're a very patient man for peeling it off usually i have to stab it with something yeah all that <laughs> marcus what else what else haven't i asked about that you're that you're excited about for for the industry for this year the next couple of years going forward
1: right so um you know, we, we always feel a little bit lonely because, um, you know, I say that because we're, we're such an uh, you know, outsider, it feels like, to the traditional machine vision world, which I actually come from. I've done a lot of 2D imaging applications and 3D and everything else. And we decided to really go into thermal because we really see such a huge potential still there and, mm. and, and um, not a whole lot of solutions out there. Um, and, uh, you know, there's so many applications where we're in condition monitoring, machine condition monitoring, seeing heat. Uh, we're in, in process monitoring applications and bringing more and more of that uh, into our cloud platform uh, and really making it accessible to to a lot of folks out there. Um, that's really what we're, we're trying to do.
0: That's great. I like that. Uh, Marcus, last thing I want to mention is I, I believe you launched a podcast recently, The Thermal Review. Do you want to mention that?
1: Yeah. We have actually just recorded episode episode nine, The Thermal Review, and you can see that on, on all the major platforms such as Spotify. You can see the video version on our YouTube channel at the youtube.com forward slash MobiTherm um, and all the, you know, iTunes and all those big things. And we're super excited. where it's fully educational. So if, if anybody wants to tune in and learn more about thermal imaging, that's really what this is about. We're trying to educate it out there and, and, and boil it down to hopefully that everybody can understand. I mean, sometimes we geek out on things, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the hope is really to, to create more awareness out there and explain to folks what this technology can and cannot do.
0: Well, that's great. I, I would encourage everybody to go ahead and check that out. And, and thanks for joining us today. Marcus, thanks so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate of course. It.